Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the TNG Golf Cast. How we doing, buddy? Not bad, mate. Yeah, how are you? Depressed. <laughs> <laughs> now, it seems like every week we do an update on Tiger and his injuries. That well, my injury is the okay, same. It's, it's the, the same, same for fucking you. injury. It's still there, but it's just it's not getting any better. No, no improvement but now. It was easy to take the time off during the winter because the weather was shite, as it always is in this country. But we've had a phenomenal week. Well, yeah, especially this week. Last week has just passed. Blue skies, sun starting to break the twenty degree barrier, and I just cannot get out and golf, no. and it's just pissing me off. Yeah. Um, I'm at my wits end with the game so I've really kind of avoided it in all honesty uh, in terms of social media TV coverage I haven't seen a damn thing no. so it's going to make for a good episode yeah well and honestly man I think we're both in agreement that this week's quite a flat week for golf after a major especially the PGA and how that performed and like the things that came out of that um, I mean tour wise we've got three tours active at the minute that we would be interested in I suppose Charles Schwab in the PGA, um, DC at Live, and then of course the uh, KLM Open yep. in the Netherlands for the DP. But again, it's either going to be a case of I'm too busy at the minute, I'm doing a lot of travelling for work, and you've got kids to deal with. It's not bringing me in to watch it. Eh? Even with Live, when I've had a wee bit of a turn at the minute, enjoying Live, I've not had time, eh? Yeah. And for two guys that love golf, love the game of golf, everything about it. But we kind of get interested in three separate events in one week. <laughs> it could be a problem. Yeah. But for you, different scenario with the minute because of the way you're feeling. Yeah, you're saying two guys that love the game and yeah, I still do love the game, but... Um, you're not feeling it at the minute, yeah? No. No, that's happened to you last year as well. It's just, it takes its, its toll. It's, I don't mind watching golf. I, I enjoy watching golf, but it's... It was no different when I was a kid. If like Wimbledon came on, it was like I'd sit and watch Wimbledon. And then it was like, right, I want to go out and play tennis now. Yeah. Whereas I sit and watch golf, even watching the majority of the PGA, it gets you. Yeah, I want to go out and play golf again. You mm. get the bug stronger than maybe you normally have it week by week, and I just can't follow up on it. So I'm just flat as fuck when it comes to golf at the moment. I look like my golf swing. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you're combater, mate. It's just I think... I'm booked in for a physiotherapy appointment in a week's time, so see what that says. See if I can get some targeted exercises to try and strengthen it and uh, get myself back in the gym to try and. I've been avoiding going to the gym because I don't want to do more damage to it. Are you caught on limbo at the minute? Yeah, yeah. Like I could do. I hate being a WebMD. Hmm. person so I could do all this fucking research oh this is what I think it is because the symptoms are similar yeah. and this is the stretches to exit and I could be doing more damage so I'd rather get a professional have a look at it and then no, go from there safest way to do it man I mean I know from personal experience when when I used to work out quite a lot <laughs> it used to have been the keyword um, I would kind of work out through the pain and injuries all the time and now like my rotator cuff on my shoulder is humped both I've, my knees I've, are I've done it as well when I was a kid playing football. It's, it, yeah. All these injuries I'm suffering with now is just complete and utter mistreatment of my own body throughout the, the early years well, of I've my had, life. <laughs> I've had my nose broken. Right, my nose has been broken twice over the years, right? And the first time <laughs> I was on a football pitch. Um, no, you? Well, the second time was obviously as expected. 
a fight. Yeah. First time was our football pitch. Uh, boy elbowed me, caught me right in the bridge of my nose, and it snapped it right in half, basically. And I came off the pitch. My coach at the time had a look at it. My eyes puffed up, went black. He says, uh, get yourself to the hospital. Now, I was 14 at the time. I said, no, 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 I'm fine. I'll go back on. You had to be carted off, basically. Um, went home. Didn't go to the hospital. Went home to my father. Good old senior, Richard Sampson. No messing about in this fucking life. <laughs> he said to me, you'll be fine. Let me have a look at it. So me, stupidly being a 14-year-old boy, naive, went up to my dad face to face. He grabbed my nose with two fingers and tried to put it back in place. <laughs> I can imagine that went well. So, yeah, the tears came on quite quickly. Um, he told me, oh, you'll be fine. Don't, my father did it to me. I'm sure his father did it to him before him. I carry on a lot of shit, basically. But yeah, my nose never fucking repaired itself. And then a couple of years later, got broken again in the fight. Did he correct it? No, I just put it all opposite fucking side of my face. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, now I'm having issues uh, when it comes to breathing. Left hand side of my nose, but it gets blocked up very easily now, and now I can't breathe half the time, so yeah. Yeah, it's just like you said, if you're it's, injured, na- it's naivety and everything else like that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I carry on, man, that's family for you. Cheers, Dad. <laughs> so yeah, uh, but obviously, week wise, how's it been? What, in, in terms of personal. me? Uh, yeah. I was working the first four days of the week. I'm on my... I'm very uh, fortunate with my job. I get a nice long weekend every three weeks. So I'm on that just now. So I was off yesterday, uh, Friday, yesterday, today, tomorrow and Tuesday. And we had a lovely family day at the zoo mm. uh, yesterday. Shout out to Five Sister Zoo just outside Livingston. Yeah, it was... Just a standard non-golfing weekend and non-golfing week. Yourself? Well, <clears throat> I do a lot of travelling my job, as I keep echoing that all the time. Uh, I think I average about two and a half thousand miles a week driving. It's getting past stage now. So I'm either like, down the centre belt, up the north of Scotland, and Friday I had a job in Vaness. Left the house about Half past six. Got to Carl Bridge. Yep. Just north of Aviemore. Road closed. Diversion was to go through the Carl Bridge and then head up again. I thought I'll cut off again after Carl Bridge, go back into the A9. Oh, no, no, no. Heading towards Culloden now, are you? Yeah. yeah. So basically, I come off and then you've got to be road. Mate, it's single track. Can pass in places, all the rest of it. You've got the whole. Northbound mm-hmm. A9 traffic heading that way, <laughs> and the whole fucking southbound A9 traffic coming down the way. So, we're talking articulated lorries, caravans. But the worst of them all is the old pensioner and their fucking Honda Jazz that didn't give a shit, mate. One of them never sent me off the road. Fair yeah, yeah. Enough. Passing places, we were all being very courteous with each other. The big fucking line of traffic that it was. You go, I'll go. You go, I'll go. So I waited for a good minute. Let the traffic come by. This fucking individual flash me. I then take off. Boobies? No, no. Ah. Fucking hell. She did flash me. So I then take off with the traffic behind me falling. And then she decides to take off as well. I'm like, I can't go anywhere. Oh, well. So I just like, kind of brace for impact if you like. And the whole fucking time, mate, she stares me out. She stared me out the whole fucking time, coming past me. 
and she's lived her life. She didn't care. She's she's, she's got nothing to lose. Sure. So any upstanding thirty-four-year-old father too would normally just let her by and let it go. But as I went, I know I'm sorry for this. As I went to raise my middle finger, she did the exact same to me. That's fifty-fifty. She then. did the exact same to me. It's a mutual understanding, mate. These individuals need to be fucking stopped. I'm telling you, right? If you're getting to that age where you're, you know, causing mayhem on the roads, don't, don't you dare try and back them up. <laughs> don't, I can I'm see your face from the way you're about to try and back these people up. I'm not backing you up. You just said a minute ago they love their lives. Right, that's fine. Stay off the fucking road. She has a license like you. You try to back up. I'm not. You are. I'm just you just trying to get right on the road. No, that's, that's my Friday in the past so uh, Tom will take the side of the pension as per usual and we'll crack on that's someone's granny you've just abused I fucking knew you were going to say that to me <laughs> you go tell me make me feel bad right but she gave me the finger man as well so fuck her but she flashed you right, stop it right just, just go on me up. right so we try and bring us back to golf shall we <laughs> right so yeah okay Tour updates. Tour updates. So, Larazabel in the DP World Tour at the KLM looks like he's on course to try and take his second win of the season. Um, obviously had a good good win a couple of weeks ago, being chased down by Rasmus Hoygaard. Good to see him in the mix. Yeah. Yeah. And Adrian Otegi. Otega. I can't remember. A further two shots back, you've got Adrian Moronk, the informed man, and Gavin. Uh, I Gavin Green. So. Again, I can't really talk about the course or anything like that. Well, shots, because I haven't seen shit from it. It's normally quite a popular event, being the KLM. You know what yeah. I mean? It's normally had, used to pull in a lot of players in that back in the day. I mean, obviously, the names you've rattled off there are the ones that we sort of affiliate with but, as well. So, Sammy Valamaki, the Finnish boy, he's had a he had a good start to the season, got himself quite high up on the uh, leaderboards. Yeah. Um, had a win as well. He's doing well in the DP world with a chase for Dubai or whatever it's called now. Uh, yeah, he's he missed the cut. Alex Fitzpatrick, Matt's brother, he missed the missed the cut. Callum Hills, another one that we would look out for. Victor Perez, as you said. Did you say Victor Perez? No, no, I was going to say Victor. So yeah. Victor Perez, yeah. So yeah, there's quite a few that you say relatively big names for the DP world that have not made it. What's going on with Hoiting Lee at the moment? Like, a few years ago, he was almost looking like he was going to dominate the DP yeah. world, and now yeah. he's just fallen off the edge of Did the Did he cliff. take time off last year? Was that it was either last year or the year before. Yeah, he took like a six to nine month sort of spell off. I don't know if it was injury. He was really just... falling out with the game, wasn't he? Yeah, it was like a mental break, maybe, yeah. But yeah, so, yeah. yeah, it's the DP world. Shall we move on? Yeah, we'll go have a look at, uh, obviously, Liv... Uh, DC's taking place this weekend as well. Um, yeah. I mean, I've not seen. I mean, I think I watched maybe forty-five minutes on YouTube. Might add, thank you again for the heads up for that. But yeah, YouTube's now streaming again. Love yeah. golf, which is obviously handy. I mean, I, I did it through my phone anyway. But again, YouTube. Yeah, but if you want to get it on the TV, another option. YouTube's so much easier to do. That's it. Yeah. Um, so as it stands at the minute, going at around three, the leader, Mito, Mito Pereira. Of the Turkey. Yeah, he's in nine under. Harold Varner, the third, who had a good run yesterday. I do know that. I've seen a lot of that on social media. But I'm just looking at the leaderboard here. Yeah. So again, I've, I've seen Jack shit. But I'm just looking at round one's numbers. So he was eight under. 
and then going into round two, he was level par for Last the day. Last yeah. Mm. yeah. Uh, third place. Stenson. Would have been by the cup captain. <laughs> and extends his level with uh, Kevin Nah, the man who went missing last few months and obviously withdrew from the Masters. Shot like that, he's um, minus seven as well. Yeah. Number five, you had a shot with a minute ago for start of the cordon. Andy Ogletree. I'm yeah. sure he was an amateur in, I think it was the Masters, and he made the cut there and then turned pro. And obviously since then he's he's made his way on to live. So he's having a good week. He's at six under for the tournament alongside Cameron Smith, Sebastian. Did you see a shot with a bunker? Aye, was, it it a, was it a five-wood hybrid or a... I think it was a f- five. Would it be a... a f- that doesn't matter. But it, it, again, it was a it was a classic American bunker. Yeah, two twenty to the lip, front. Lip was non-existent. <clears throat> yeah, over water, and he yeah. stuffed it to what like. But I've feet. I've seen two clips of golf this week, and one was Bryson DeChambeau coming. Oh no, Brooks, sorry, coming out of a bunker, and a Cameron show, yeah. Smith coming out of a bunker, and the yeah. sand looks perfect. Yeah, so yeah, it didn't look like it was that challenging to them. <laughs> so yeah, speaking obviously there a little bit about the current. Major champion, Brooks Kepka. He's only three under, so he's tied 16th. So I don't think he's going to have much impact on this week. It's probably still hard, man. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so hard. Like, look at Jason Day. Won his first event in ages yeah. on the PGA, and then everyone was sort of talking about him going into the PGA, and he missed the cut. Yeah. It's so hard to back it up week in, week out. Again, it goes to prove that the absolute monster that was Tiger Woods at his peak between 2000 and 2005 was just relentless to just keep yeah. constantly winning year in year out yeah, him, week in week out at times so yep yeah, and then we'll finish off with the PGA which is the Charles Schwab yeah um, 10 unders leading Adam Schenk and Harry Hall who would you call him before we started recording? I, I'd, I'd never seen his name before <laughs> on the leaderboard. I clicked on it to have a look at the scorecard of his last round, and his photo is there. And he's Harry Hill with a flat cap. <laughs> Honestly, and obviously for anyone outside of the UK that doesn't know the name Harry Hill, he's a British comedian and quite a slapstick comedian. He's a, he's funny, but. Yeah. It's not really much of a compliment to Harry Hall here. <laughs> Sorry. We're always complimenting on this golf course, don't we? Yeah, okay. <coughs> yeah. So the only name on the leaderboard there that I would be concentrating on is Victor Hovland, who's yeah. tied sixth, five shots behind, so he needs a very, very strong final day. Scotty Scheffler's one shot further back. But he'll keep his number one status because neither McElroy or Ram are there this week. Surprise, surprise. So, I mean, Ram, you can see. Yeah, they were probably both scheduled not to be there because it's not an elevated event and it was after a major. So these guys, more often than not, will try and take the week off after major because yeah. it does take so much out of them unless it's an elevated event. Or but still, Hobbs made the choice to play. Sheffield's made the choice to play, so fair play to them guys. Looking at this again, and I said it a couple of weeks back, the difference in the purse is nuts man for the Charles Schwab 8.7 for the purse mm-hmm. right DP World Tour KLM quite a big event in the past big sponsor purse take a guess 
So Charles Schwab's was what? 8.7. 8.7. So the KLM, I would probably give you 1.82 million. Oof. Two. Two. Two million. Yeah. That's insane, man. That's just... That's just the standard of the, the, the tour, though. I just... You see every weekend, you're like, what the fuck, man? Well, yeah, anyway... So but what would it be without the Strategic Alliance? Because they're the ones that are putting... Well, they're the, the increase in the, uh, the purses, apparently. I mean, the entire purse. That's got to go around how many players, you know what I mean? <laughs> Jesus, fuck. Winner will get 60 grand. You know, well worth it, eh? <laughs> So the only name that we didn't mention there, obviously on the PGA Tour, as we finished there, was the People's Champion from the week previous, Michael Blockley. Yeah. Had a bit of a... I'm not taking anything away from his no, performance no, no. at the PGA Championship. No. He was the People's Champion. He was exceptional, and it was great to see. And he played outstanding. But he's had a bit of a humbling this week at the Charles Schwab. And the way he's taken as well, being in front of the cameras, has been impressive. Uh, he's been very easy to like, very approachable, very humble even when he was on the high ecstasy yeah. last week. Yeah. But yeah, round one, 11 over. Round two, he was a further four over. Yeah. Finished 15 over, missed the cut. But he's not used to playing big events week in, week out like that. Obviously, the elite level. Yeah. And he'd have had to travel. As you mentioned, like, yeah, the travel would be an issue maybe. Yeah. He'd probably had two days and two weeks now in hotels or away from home anyway so cuts, what you said. like he said when yeah. he missed the cut I'm going home at the weekend to spend the weekend with my boys he's That's going back to Heroes Welcome oh. 100% yeah you know what I mean even after that performance I mean, yeah and he's got one more yeah. to look forward to at the Canadian and again obviously more travelling but I don't think that's next week the Canadian is it or is it the week after I think it's next week is it next week so he's got another week of travelling so we'll see yeah. how that impacts on him Obviously, McElroy and Ram will be back for that. Yeah. Because that's... Is that not an elevated... They've confirmed for that anyway, yeah. Yeah. Well, McElroy would be because he's holding champion, isn't he? Yeah, that's right, yeah. Yeah. And he loves it up there because it's not the first time he's won up there. So, yeah. It will... It's another week for him travelling. Another just keeps him on that ride of riding the wave. Yeah. I mean, again, the week that you had at the PGA, he's kind of... You think it'd be like fifteen minutes of fame, but the guy just continually performs well in front of cameras. Yeah, I've seen he did a podcast maybe the Monday after the PGA. What did you make about his statement? Because obviously they spoke to him and said, "What's the difference between you and Rory?" I think it's about there because to have it could certainly be perceived as a bold claim. Yeah, maybe got ahead of himself after the week that he had, maybe. I don't know. But he's, it's if not he like was, he's a, if you, he kind of backed it up with what he said. Obviously, not from the Charles Schwab. Obviously, things didn't go his way. But if he could consistently hit the ball off the tee like McElroy does at his best and gets that length, obviously, because he's about 50 yards ahead of him. And yeah. that 50 yards in the game of golf is a massive oh, difference. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. That's a long iron changing down to like an eight iron, and you've got so much more control and height coming into greens. That if you've got strength in iron play, which he clearly claims he does, mm-hmm. and his short game, he proved his short game is good because his up and downs were impressive. Yeah. In, in well, on the 18 as well, on especially. a tough golf course on yeah. the PGA, his his up and down at eighteen was 
potentially better than his hole in one at 15 just because of what was on the line yeah and obviously the the crowd and everything else um to finish off tied 15 to make automatic qualification for the next year so he clearly claims and he's confident in his short game and his irons he just knows he's not as long off the tee and then that just means you're coming in with hybrids five irons six irons more regularly than these top guys coming in with more loft and more control Mm -hmm. Which is the same argument that we have when it's the topic comes up with the rolling the ball back. Not good. If you roll them 30, 40 yards back, fine. But that doesn't differ the advantage to the longer hitters. They're still going to come in with more loft than the guys that were behind them. Yeah. So <laughs> it, it, that doesn't change anything. It just only thing it will change is maybe the, the golf courses don't, yield as many birdies and then does that make the game more boring week by week to the to the fan potentially yes not every not every fan wants to see week in week out 20 plus under win it but it's good to see every now and again yeah 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 shows the level between so yeah yeah um i mean you put it that way i suppose I mean, at first when I had him, I thought, oh, you might regret saying that, son, but the way you explained it there, kind of, he's maybe got a point, eh? It would certainly be interesting to see, like, the best way to do it would be to send the two of them out on a practice round, let mm-hmm. Rory hit all the drives, and let Blocky play the oh, rest of the hole, and content. see how many, how low the, the score would be yeah. between the two, McElroy hitting tee shots at the big, Par fours, par fives, still and blocky playing the par threes and the still rest. Don't let the pot in my hand. I can't that much. Wow, right. So yeah, good shout. Moving on. Now this was I seen it come through on Sky Sports News actually. Uh, maybe Thursday, I think it was. Um, I knew nothing about this till you told me. Yeah, well, we mentioned him last week in the episode the fact that he went through open qualifying and final qualifying, and he's now going to for be the taking, US Open, taking part in the US Open. Uh, Sergio Garcia um, done an interview and he said the after a chat with the Ryder Cup captain McDonald from that point on he knew he had zero chance of making the Ryder Cup team obviously he resigned from the DP Ball Tour membership and is now ineligible but he was already ineligible by his mindset because he'd been told that yeah this chat he had with Donald allegedly took place two or three weeks ago and obviously they know each other very well and we know Luke Donald isn't the kind of person that fucking mess about with things probably goes straight to the point with him which is I think most people could respect respect that that. yeah Um, yeah what's your opinion on the way it's come about I mean look we are touching over old news but again to get Garcia side of things now Maybe slightly in a way. It's um, it's sad, man. In my opinion, it's sad. It'd be interesting to see because obviously, the biggest issue that anything topic-wise comes up the Ryder Cup, the Ryder Cup selection is so heavily steeped and linked into the DP World Tour. Yeah. Whereas the Americans, it's not got fuck all to do with the PGA Tour. It's to do with the PGA of America. Yeah. So as long as they obviously keep their PGA of America membership, they can still be picked, which is why Brooksy, even though, say, he goes and wins the US Open, he's probably going to be automatically picked anyway, yeah. automatically in. But 
outside of that, he's such a strong candidate to be picked. And Zach Johnson's not going to have probably too much drama in picking it other than a certain childish twat bumping his gums in his office at the PGA Tour. But... <laughs> so well put. <laughs> the difference that we have at the DP World has a certain commissioner had a conversation with Luke Donald saying under no circumstances does he get picked. I don't know. I'm I'm fucking throwing accusations out there as I like to do. But once they've had that conversation, if it's an honest conversation and Luke Donald's decided that he doesn't want to go down that route of although he and Keith have both said that any member that is still a member of both the P, uh, the DP World and Live can be picked for it. That was easy for them to say. Yeah. What the conversations behind closed doors are, who knows. But so if Luke Donald's turned around and said, I don't want to pick any of them, I just want to go with what's on the European DP World Tour, fine. You back up, you have the conversation, you tell the boys. At least he's got the balls and the honesty and the candor to go up to them and say it face to face. You have the conversation with them saying, look, I'm not picking you. You don't stand a chance. Fair enough. That makes their life easier. So, yeah. I mean, we we discussed it in the the cup episode that we did. Like we were the opinion that these guys they've had their time. It's not time for fresh blood to come through, and all the rest of it. But you look at Garcia, all time point leading, yeah, all time leading point scorer, and they're the cup for. Team they Europe. formed a f- he's formed a special bond and a special team with Ram. You mentioned that a lot, yeah, John Ram. That partnership could be vital, really. And uh, not so much vital, but it would have been a. I think obviously with it being six picks and obviously the situation with the more experienced guys being at live and no longer being eligible, a Ram Garcia picking would have been very easy to select and very maybe motivational to those guys that rookies that are coming through because there's going to be a lot of new faces. Yeah, we all come back to that. Because you're looking at you're looking at it now, McElroy and Rosie. Because I think. I think Rosie will be there now. Regardless. I hope so. Yeah. yeah, as long as he keeps playing well, which he is, and he's having another okay week this week. Yeah, I think it's an easy, an easy out for Donald to pick him because he needs the experience, mm. as we said last week. So that's your two real big experience of the Ryder Cup, and then John Ram is just huge at yeah. the moment in terms of golf. He is vital, yeah, very much so. Yeah, Mr. Shane. <coughs> Sorry, excuse me. But yeah, um, so the statement that he made, this I've, I've picked out of uh, Golf Monthly, um, basically he says, obviously I had to make some decisions when it comes down to the DP World Tour, and I wanted to see where I stood in regard to the Ryder Cup. Luke, obviously Luke Donald, obviously is a good friend, but he made it. I wanted him to be sincere and tell me the truth, and he pretty much told me that I had no chance. Obviously, that made my decision a little bit easier. Like, like you said, minutes ago, it would, there would have been an honest conversation there between them. Um, they are friends, like you said in the statement, and he respects it. And I think it's shown that Donald is being the strong captain that we thought he would be. Yeah, like he's he's clearly taking his responsibilities to heart, and and he's fulfilling those responsibilities, and he's. He's I not, hope there's no he's influence not, He's not pissing parties. about with making hard decisions or big decisions as that would have been, especially for him. But yeah. My head just being my head. I would not be surprised if Keith had a word in his ear. 
that's what I'm saying. I hope there's no Ibsen influence in that. Eh? Um, no way to prove that. That's the thing. You just don't know. Eh? Don't know why behind closed doors. I will live in my world of conspiracies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, me imagine we must get Keith Pelly on this show. Holy shit! There's no way he's coming on this show. No, imagine the way. Even if it was in <laughs> the even if it was in the realms of his vision, even like the man would surely do his due diligence and fucking listen to one or two episodes. <laughs> he's fucking coming nowhere near us. Oh, well, man. I'm surprised we've not had a lawsuit for defamation of character. God. Anyway, can't go. The other story that you sent me. These two should just be put in a fucking ring. <laughs> Have done with it, man. I hate the guy, Brandel Chamberlain. He fucking loves just... It makes you love Phil more, man. Phil talks a lot of shite at times. Yeah. There's no two ways about it. But this is just an easy fucking win for the two of them just to get a bit more fucking interaction on, on social media. Yeah. I don't think... Is Phil still a member of the PGA of America? If he is, he's certainly... He's not a member of the tour, so he's got no access to the pip. Otherwise, he'd be fucking killing it at the moment <laughs> with the pip. Flying, man, yeah. But yeah. yeah, so he's, he's picking fights with Brandon. Brandon, sorry. So when did it start? I mean, it started obviously last week. It's been going, going for between a these weeks. two. I mean, like on Twitter, this this sort of like dynamic they've got at the minute. Probably as soon as they created their Twitter accounts, <laughs> these two <laughs> fucking hate each other. The content is brilliant, man. Absolutely brilliant. Um, so who attacked who first? Fuck knows. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's which which came first, the chicken or the egg? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, um, but the statement Jam- Jambalee's fucking brilliant. As soon as someone does come back at him, block. Yeah, straight away. He's he's just. I think that's where Piers Morgan got that fucking tactic from. Yeah, just straight yeah. away. I don't like what you said. Block. Yeah, the the statement I think it was that they put fellas welcome to come on the live from set at the US Open to discuss the merits of playing for. Scary motherfuckers, as he called them, and the Billy Walters book that comes out on August twenty second. See, that's guess, that's his only thing now. He can keep holding over that he is doubling down on when yeah. it comes to live. It's the fact that it's where the money comes from, the government of Saudi Arabia, and all this blah 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 blah. But he's taken to places like Twitter to rant this. Yeah. You think they have no money in Twitter? Yeah, what's that? They have no money in Facebook. Yeah. It's like Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram all come under that meta, don't they? So well, you be careful with your political statements. I'm not getting you, political. You, you, I'm just saying. You, no, the, okay. no, the company that obviously puts money into Live has got money in so many other areas that these, people, yeah, that, that these people that these people use. That I'm, it's not, I'm talking about the overall funding, not the fucking government. Anyway, his whole point is that's the one thing he's doubling down on now because yeah, he yeah. can't say that the golfers aren't good enough anymore that's because that's been disproved. He can't say that the tour hasn't got some form of competitive edge because it does. Can't say that it's not worthy of an actual proper discussion of world rankings points because it clearly is. Yeah. He just has to keep going at the fact that the money comes from somewhere that he disagrees with as probably most normal human beings would. Yeah. And probably most players that play on live would if they know the details of it outside of that it's got fuck all to do it yeah it's been out of the end though I do enjoy it <sighs> um, so obviously after that statement you put out what you said Chambly uh, blocked Phil Mickelson and once he responded did Brando say something <laughs> 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 oh man 
Uh, another statement they put out, poor Brandall, he can rip apart me and countless others, but as soon as someone shows his ignorance, he can't handle it. He's softer now than he was as a player. <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's so good, man. Like you say, he does talk a lot of shit on Twitter. And uh, for once, he's keeping everybody entertained. It's good, man. It's really good. So that covers everything that we've got to talk about in golf. Yeah, basically. In terms of the professional game. Yeah. I'm going to mention the fact that, obviously, I, like you, have a son. Mm-hmm. Now, you're a young lad at the minute, so obviously a bit too young to be getting him into golf. Maybe. Hey, he's just started kicking a football around, so that's yeah. a start. It's a start, yeah. But my boy, um, he's five, and I'd say for the last couple of years, with the influence of his dad being me, his uncle being you, and his papa Edgar, he's seen a lot of golf in regards to being spoken about practice maybe on the TV on the TV at Papa's house especially come watch nothing else in my fucking house man never get um, a remote of him yeah exactly yeah even in my house when it comes in was in remote control it's hilarious when Dave. it's hilarious when they've got obviously all the grandkids around and so they're like Dave this being my mum Dave the, the kids are in shall we put a bit of Disney on I'm watching the golf <laughs> that'll be a no then L.E.T. stop golf come and get your iPads kids come yeah, and have exactly. a some special time with Papa. Anyway, so yeah, he's getting in the golf we bit at the minute. Um, we signed him up via school for a wee sort of kids introduction to golf down at Canusty Links. And how's it been going? And with my son especially, he needs to be like he needs to be dialed in. Like you need to be telling him every little thing he's doing and backing it up and telling him to practice, practice, practice and he'll keep himself interested which he has done over the last couple of weeks now I got an old set of golf clubs that I've had in the garage I cut down a 5 wood 7 iron and a pitching wedge and cut them down re-gripped them got all done a couple of weeks ago and we've been out to the park with a mat bag of balls tees just getting to grips with a golf swing and that at the minute and where to stand, where to put the ball, all the rest of it. He's been practicing putting in the hallway in the house with me at night time. And for being five, and only really having maximum two fully engaged lessons with golf, he's starting to develop a swing properly. He knows when I say to him, set up, he'll show me the setup. He'll go through every motion of like left hand, right hand grip, can put your feet, ball position, all the rest of it now as well. And we had a couple of swings was it last night, night before, down at the park again. And one thing I said to him at the start was, keep your eye on the ball, even at impact, follow through. The one thing that took me about six months to fucking get, fucking, I just kept lifting my head. He, at five, he keeps his head down the whole way. And when the club comes up, he starts to lift his head. And he's hitting the ball straight. He's getting the ball in the air. So what you're trying to say in a roundabout way? Oh, be careful here, mate. Is he's better than you already? Oh, that's a given. Right, that's okay. a given, mate. Yeah, yeah he's going to he's going to overtake me. I would say in a good five, six years easily. The only thing when it comes to kids at that age playing golf, and this is all kids, is just keep it fun. That's the thing. Yeah, making it fun. And me and him, when we go out, just me and him, I'm teaching them what I know, which is obviously enough to know the basics and. We're making me games in that as well. Like we're setting targets to hit. I'll hit three balls. He hits three balls. Yeah. And he's laughing the whole time. And he's hitting his putts last night, especially. He holed out. 
like the first five balls that I put down. He'll just be happy that he's spending time with his old man. Yeah, maybe. He's just, five. He's, he's getting to. He's getting. He's to do, five. No, he's five. He's getting to play or hit golf balls like he as knows his dad does and watch his dad do and just sit some. What's the next thing? Um, I'm going to take him down to the driving range at Arbroath at some point. Nipping to see Craig. He's got a setup at the minute. Mm-hmm. Junior golf at Arbroath. So the plan is to next year, maybe look at taking him down there. I just felt that he wasn't engaging about himself enough. But is this is this a course that they've just set up this year, or has it been is it been a well established thing? I don't if know. It's, if it's a well established thing, then maybe the people involved are are not geared up for teaching kids, or obviously what it can be, because obviously not all kids can be attention spans can be kept at. That's the, that's the ball, isn't it? Whereas if it's just a new thing, they're learning as well what yeah. works. So that's it's tough. Yeah, I'm not throwing anything, anything shit towards them, man. They're doing their best, but I just felt if I can get one on one time with him, and then your dad obviously mentioned was taking him to the range and that as well at some point. It's kind of keeping them. The problem you've got, and I'm not again, I'm not throwing shade at my old man here. Be careful how many coaching influences you put into this. And I'm not saying that my dad can't have a, a positive impact on on Reggie in his game um, or in his development of the game because my dad has coached kids and has got all the relevant badges and everything else like that. But if you get like my wife had this problem where she was getting it from advice from too many angles, and then there was too many conflicting points of view because everyone, the basics and the fundamentals, almost every coach should teach the same yeah yeah after that the theory of golf can be totally different because <clears throat> me and my dad we would if we had two people in a bay and we were giving advice to them on how to start swinging or we, are swing, first we would both have the same fundamental basis mm-hmm. after that the theory goes in different areas because yeah. my dad's a bit more traditional traditional I'm a bit more modern. Mm. We also play the game totally different. I'm far more aggressive on a golf course than he is. Oh, you attack. No, you attack the he sort yeah. of like in no means anything anyway does he play safe. I would class my dad conservative. I would yeah, conservative. I class it as playing boring good golf. Where it's T fairway, fairway green, mm. two putts, walk off bar. Whereas mine is Tuck flag. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's maybe like let's say it's a par four, three ten. I'm going to try and get there as close to the green as possible, but that might bring in more hazards mm-hmm. if it's greenside bunkers or stuff like this. Or I don't know. Say there's a water in front of it. Whereas my old man is going to definitely hit an iron off the tee yeah. and leave himself a solid yardage that he knows he can then a full shot in, hit a full shot in. Yeah. Whereas I'm going to try and get as far down there as possible, and then try and chip it on as close as possible to make birdie. Yeah. Now that could bring in bogeys double bogeys depending on the execution of the shot he takes the I take the low percentage he takes the high percentage is the, is the easiest way to, to look at it but that's just how we view the game yeah I mean I'm at the minute I'm just trying to build a swing for him to then pass him on to a qualified coach with more knowledge more experience in that in the game at a later time and it could be next year I wouldn't I mean, even be focused too much on building a swing because swing changes happen 
naturally anyway as he gets older and taller and maybe bulks up a bit things are going to change anyway because his body won't be able to do stuff that it can so yeah, but point keep him keep ball. him swinging keep him having fun <laughs> and just yeah make the sole focus fun don't yeah. put too much yeah. reliant on technique at this stage no there's there's nothing like that mm. so but yeah the main thing is he's asking me dad when we're going to play golf that's that's, that's the main that's thing. the important part you know what i mean and it's getting us out and about in this weather especially I mean, i'm not playing golf myself at the minute due to restrictions for work family life and at the minute even by taking the young lad out i'm kind of thinking to myself i'm going to spend an hour in a bit mark's mum i think the most of the time of being out is about maybe 45 minutes so yeah but uh, we'll see how he gets on good 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 so right i think we've spilled on enough shite yeah it? but um again thank you to everybody who tuned in every week um keeps coming back on that as well no <laughs> listeners on that as well thank you very much uh, keeping the actions going on the socials. Um, any update on the email? Oh shit! Yeah, I need to do that. Every fucking week. Uh, yeah, no, I do need to. I'll pull my finger out. I will re-motivate myself this week for golf, and I will sort out that email address. Yeah, thank you for that, mate. So yeah, um, thank you again, everybody, and uh, we will catch up with you all again next week. See ya.